Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday, the 23rd of October, and not a particularly good Monday either from an index perspective, but it wasn't all bad news. But before we start, as always, the disclaimer this is general advice only, so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, as I said, it wasn't all bad news, but we did hit a level showing that we haven't actually gone anywhere for 16 years since November 2007. We are back to 6,844, down just shy of 57 points, or 0.82%. We had a high of 68.81, and that was pretty much the open, and we had a low of 68.31, so a bit of a nasty day all round. But some things were okay, some things weren't okay. Generally, The banks managed to hold up relatively well, although CBA lost around 0.9 of a percent, with the big bank basket falling 0.6 of a percent to $172.44, but certainly much better than the index. ANZ pretty much unchanged, Westpac unchanged, NAB down 0.3. Insurers took it pretty hard today, QBE down 1.7 and Suncorp down 2.8. That was despite a rise in those 10-year yields back up to 4.79%. REITs, a little bit mixed, some good, some bad, but no disasters. Healthcare was positive. CSL up 1.6%, ResMed up 3.5%, and Fisher & Paykel up 2.6%. Also just had in European markets, I've just seen the Philips results flash across my screen, and uh, that uh, looked okay with a positive outlook. So, uh, that not bad either for the healthcare sector. Cochlear up 1%, and we have also seen a, uh, a big takeover, another takeover in the European pharmaceutical sector uh, with Roche uh, buying Relevant from Pfizer for $7.1 billion. So uh, that is uh, of interest there as well. All right, but the uh, the bad news of the day with the healthcare sector holding up, defensives generally were okay. Woolies up 0.7, Coles up 0.7, APA up 0.6. But the bad news really was in the resource space, and we did see iron ore stocks under a lot of pressure. BHP down 2.4%, Rio a similar amount, Fortescue down 2.7%, but lithium got absolutely poleaxed today. Mineral resources down 5.2%. Pilbara, down 7.25%. Those shorts, 15.6% of Pilbara are short. They will have had a very, very good day today. IGO, down 5.2% as well. And we saw Liontown falling to uh, that very successful uh, capital raise, if successful is the right word. 5.3% lower today. I'm not sure I'd call that successful by any stretch of the imagination. The other issue today has been the oil and gas sector. We had Woodside down 3.2 and Santos down 2.5%. The oil price has come under a little pressure in Asia uh, due to a hope for, I guess, uh, a bit of a pause in hostilities in Israel and Gaza, although it is a very, very... um, Skeptical pause, I guess, in some respects, but certainly at the moment we haven't seen ground forces go into Gaza, which of course is the big issue. That and of course the expansion of the 
uh, the war there going into Iran, Lebanon, etc. So at the moment, the oil price come under a little bit of pressure. We also saw coal stocks a little bit easier. New Hope down 8.5%. They were ex-dividend today, but they fell a lot more than that dividend too. So resources very much on the nose today. Uh, the rest of the market, as I say, not too bad. There were some pockets of brilliance in the resource space. Uh, one of those was news today that China is uh, proposing to restrict exports of some graphite products. Now, graphite, synthetic graphite especially, uh, is used in anodes for electric vehicles. That sent a bit of a shudder through the graphite stocks here to a positive effect. Sira, which has got the Balama project in Mozambique, up 41.5%, 51 million shares traded today. There are 73 million shares shorted in Sira. So although the shorters had a good day in Pilbara, they didn't have quite such a good day in Sira. The other news on a political front today in terms of uh, the economy was the cooling of that thaw, well, the thawing, rather, of the relationship with China in terms of wine. First it was barley, now it looks like wine, although it is some way away. We did see Treasury wine estates up a massive 1.4%, popping those champagne corks, as it looks like in some stage in the future, hopefully in the not-too-distant future, the wine market will reopen back in China. As far as other corporate news goes, we did have a little bit of takeover interest in the lithium space, despite the fact the big ones are just collapsing. Uh, WC8, which is Wildcat, well, uh, they had some good drilling results today, very good drilling results. There also is speculation that somebody is on the hunt to take over Wildcat. They were up 26.1% today. And Azure Minerals, which is the Mark Creasy uh, lithium play, uh, was up uh, significantly today. Well, it would have been had it been trading, but it was in a trading halt today as it is uh, set to announce a change of ownership proposal. PFP, Propel Funerals, not content with the funeral business with one player, the biggest player, Invocare, under takeover now with a scheme of arrangement in place, but also now Propel Funerals up as well today. They were up on the back of rumours that they too had had multiple approaches, maybe the losers in the Invocare looking at the second place, the runner-up. They were up 2.7% on that news. Nothing on the economic front today, with the exception of that news coming out of China. Asian markets, as you would expect, eased as well. Uh, Japan was off 0.8%. Let's just go and get you the latest in those Asian markets. Currently, uh, we've got Dow futures up 50 points and NASDAQ futures up as well. That's just coming through in a second. Uh, but we do have these Asian markets easing. Nikkei down 0.5 of a percent. We have the Hang Seng down 0.7 and China down 0.6. And NASDAQ futures up 38 points. So a slightly positive start for the US, probably on the back of nothing happening in terms of that ground invasion into Gaza over the weekend. All right, well, let's look at the winners for Grinners today. And Webit Nano was the big winner today, up 15.2%. Two million shares traded, up to $4.33. Should have been way more aggressive when I was talking about buying them around 3 bucks, and uh, not been such Mr. Floppy. But anyway, Mr. Floppy won out and you missed out. Sorry. ARB, the four-wheel drive accessory people, up 5.3% today. Not huge volume, 206,000 traded, but still 
Uh, 5.3% is a good day on a day when the market was down 0.8%. Resolute, also a good day today, out 4.2%. 6 million shares traded. COF, also doing well today. Uh, They had an operating update. That's Centuria uh, with their operating update today. Uh, They were up 3.6%. Resmed, 3.5%. ACL, Australian Clinical Laboratories, they too had an update. They were up 3.3% today. In the losers' corner today, well, no hope. NHC uh, down 8.5%. They were ex-dividend around 30 cents, but they did fall 55 cents. Calix, another horrible day for Calix, down 7.6%. Uh, 346,000 shares. Their fortunes very much tied to Pilbara. Uh, down 7.3% for Pilbara, 49 million shares traded. It is still the punter's vehicle of choice at the moment, and certainly the shorter's vehicle of choice. Deep Yellow falling 7.3% on 4 million shares. SG Fleet down 5.8%. And Latin Resources back from their $35 million placement at $0.25 closed at $0.25, down 5.7%. Positive sectors today, well, we did have some despite that fall. Healthcare did all right. Defensives did all right. Uh, Woolies Coles, Treasury Wine, APA did all right. And the REITs didn't do too bad at all. Even Qantas managed a 0.4% rise, maybe on the back of the oil price coming under a little pressure uh, there. Negative sectors, pretty much everything else, but iron ore and oil and gas and lithium very much the standouts in those negative sectors. Big Bank Basket, 172.44, down 0.6 of a percent. The Alltech Index was down 0.5 of a percent. Gold, in Aussie dollar terms, steady at 3,127. Uh, Bitcoin, uh, currently, uh, Bitcoin is, let's just get the latest on the Bitcoin price, 30,812 US dollars a fund token. The Aussie dollar is currently uh, trading around 63.14, which is pretty much what it was on Friday. Those 10-year yields up 4.79. And European markets looking at a mixed opening. As far as major movers and shakers go today that we haven't talked about, Syrah was the big one, but Wildcat also doing well today. Immutep. Also having a good day today. They had some uh, good trial results out today, up 20%. There we had uh, Judo chopped once again, uh, down uh, 5.3% on a debt issuance. AIS, which was the Great White Hope, not such a Great White Hope at the moment, down 7.7% on their quarterly presentation. And NWF. Also, Newfield Resources having a nasty day today, 12.5% down too. Speculative stock of the day, well, it would probably be uh, Syrah had it not um, been already in there, and it's not really a speculative stock of the day. So we'll go with Renescore Resources. Again, Graphite, 36.4% higher, 22 million shares traded there. In company news today, in a little more detail, South32 reported Q1 alumina production of 1290,000 tonnes. It did confirm guidance, but weak met coal production due to Illawarra bottlenecks. Mineral Resources is looking to build its stake in Wildcat. ProMedicus had a good old day today. Uh, they secured a $16 million contract over eight years. They're at 1.6%. Um, we had Westgold as well. 
Uh, they announced they had potential to realise early production upside in FY24, a great fingal. And that was about it in terms of headlines. Um, in terms of what's going on in Europe and Asia, the Chinese Star 50 index is down as much as 1.9% today and set for a sixth consecutive month of decline. That is the longest on record. And Chinese regulators are conducting tax audits and, re- and reviewing land use by Foxcom, which is the Taiwanese company that makes the vast majorities of iPhones in China. Ironic, really. And Toyota has announced their near mass production of solid-state batteries. And a mixed opening expected in Europe. Roche buying that business there, 7.1 billion US uh, from Pfizer and Philips results out as well. And for those of you who are looking with eager eyes at the Argentinian election, uh, Sergio Massa is actually leading uh, Javier Millet, who only got 30%. Sergio Massa has got 36%. Uh, Patricia Bullrich is out, and the runoff will be between Massa and Millet. I'm sure there's something in there, Massa Millet. Anyway, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening, and of course, we'll be back again tomorrow to do it all again. Bye.